Welcome back to The Lounge. Now, it's my pleasure to have James Cobb here from Inspired Villages, who are reinventing retirement. And I love this idea. And they've got a new initiative going on called the Tea and Talk Initiative. Well, first of all, welcome to The Lounge, James. Thank you very much. Delighted to be here, Audrey. It's lovely to chat with you. Tell me a little bit more about Inspired Villages and this Tea and Talk idea. I think this is a great plan. Okay, well, Inspire Villages, we're a, we're a leading operator of retirement villages and um, integrated retirement communities, as they're now known around the country. And we've we've opened our most recent one called Elderswell just down the road from you, actually. It's about 10 minutes outside Northampton on the way to Bedford um, in Turvey, actually. I don't know if you know that part of the world, but just beyond Turvey, Turvey Station um, used to be the old station. That's where we are. Yes. Oh, fabulous. And I've had a look on the website and they they are really nice places to live. There's grounds, you've got spas, you've got hairdressing, everything. Yeah, absolutely. Audrey, you're more than welcome to come down and have a, have a cup of tea with us down there. So anytime. I, I would love to. And th- is this part of the Tea and Talk initiative that you're running? Yeah, it's a we've 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 become known for our tea bags, right? So um, <laughs> even even when colleagues join the business, um, we send them a number of things, a little book of inspiration, and but we also send them a tea bag, and it's it's the point really where we're the we're the twelfth best company to work for now in the UK, which is something we're absolutely over the moon about, and and you know having having a time for a cup of tea only not only with our colleagues but obviously with the residents over a thousand residents we've got now throughout our villages is just so important yeah it it really is and i know there's that old kind of maxim everything solved by a cup of tea but it really can be because it's not just the tea itself but it's that connection that you make with people that i think is really important is that part of what you're promoting there yeah, we we concentrate on um, holistic well-being, which is you know let, let's unpack exactly what that means. You know, it's mental, physical, social, and financial well-being, and the the negative impact that loneliness and isolation can have on someone's health is is really frightening. And it, arguably, it's the it's the you know the loneliness pandemic is is something we're all in at the moment, and and we have within our villages we have. Uh, wonderful people that we call well-being navigators and they they look at new ways all the time to combat loneliness and and uh you know we organize a large number of events and activities and things going on people i've, I've heard residents in our villages say i'm too busy to be lonely and that's that's the point isn't it really i absolutely love that <laughs> and that's where you've got the events going on. That's where you've got uh, things that you are organising and encouraging people to join in. And you've got a community that really supports that. But why do you think loneliness is such an issue still for so many people? Um, the the statistics are are extraordinary. Um, let me give you a few, a couple. So two million people over seventy five live alone oh. in the country. And 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 more frightening um, when you ask them, you know, one million of those, so half of those, say they can go within a year, they can go a whole month without speaking to anyone. Oh, that's heartbreaking. It is. It, it is really heartbreaking, and there's a lot we can do as society. I mean, I was, I was lucky enough to be in the House of Parliament um, last week talking to MPs about the well-being benefits of 
uh, these integrated retirement communities. And and we we took a couple of residents with us. Uh, it was a great day. And he was he was saying, which hit home with me. He said he's never had as many friends in his life as he now has living in in Great Horn Park. Um, and that's an extraordinary thing, you know. People people I think in communities around the country sometimes don't speak to their neighbours, you know. But in our villages, they definitely do. And in fact, the weekend before, he was telling me I I was doing the London to Brighton bike ride, which was painful to say the least but he was he was doing a dragon boat race with a group of residents of great Horn park and the average age on that in that boat was 71 brilliant you know love it absolutely brilliant and 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 the other thing i mean what you can what you can measure you can manage and we we've now started measuring um the biological age of people and and in fact, it was quite funny because I was we took the machine up to the House of Parliament and we were measuring the biological biological age of a few MPs and um and they they were they were possibly older than they'd like to be but but the point is that uh, we've we've been measuring this down in Exeter we've got a village in Exeter called um and and um, we have reduced the age of the residents there by just over eight years. Wow. And you know anybody or do anybody if you ask them. Uh, you know, in their seventies, eighties, or even or any age, um, if you know, if they'd like extra years of healthy living, the answer is yes. You know, not necessarily want to live forever, but you know, want more healthy years um, of living. Yes, everybody yeah. does. And loneliness can have a physical impact as much as it has mental and emotional. And and so with that, I mean, I love this this. The dragon boat race, that's fantastic. What do you think the main causes of loneliness are in, in that? Is it the lack of opportunity? Or I know doing some work with dementia friends in Alzheimer's research, it's not so much that people don't want to do it, but the accessibility is just not there for people. There's a more systemic need for change. Do you know what, what in your experience, do you think the main causes of loneliness are? Well, it's quite subjective, isn't it? And and the reason behind someone's loneliness, you know, it differs from person to person. In in our experience in small villages, loneliness is not is about not feeling part of something bigger. Mm. Um, a lack of belonging, you know, belonging is a is a big word for us, and it it can be people without a sense of community, without regular interaction to a group of people, but you know. Our, our residents, you know, like to have some peace and quiet, you know, but they're never lonely. They feel they feel part of a group, part of something. They belong to something bigger than they are, and that's that's so important. But and it's not only with you know within our villages. We also um, down in Kent, uh, we've got a village called Ledian Gardens near Leeds Castle, down in Kent. Lovely. And we, we launched a thing called Inspired Friendships in 2020, um, and that's about um preventing older people in the communities around our villages from feeling isolated and, and i'm going to throw another statistic at you um from age uk 1.9 million older people feel isolated or ignored uh, you know and again it, it, you know the, i mean elders well is a, is a is a wonderful name for a village because you know the elders of our it, it, it's a coincidence actually it's a it's a local name but it but it really does sum up what we're all about. And, you know, the elders of our community, I love that term because it it conjures up wisdom 
um, yes. and and being at the center of society, and that's really where where our elders should be. Um, and the, in inspired friendships, we're we're the next place we're going to launch it is a, is around elders well, um, and it facilitates events for for people such as you know tea and talk sessions, but the classic coffee mornings, but also you know lunchtime meetups, bus trips, walks in the park, all sorts of things, and and it's it's really um, empowering people. You know, th those who are a little bit shyer, they can join these groups. And, and those that are a little bit more confident and gregarious, you know, we have a framework so that people can start up their own clubs and events. And, and both of these options are really popular. I like the idea of that framework where people can use, take their own initiative and start something. I think that's really important because it's almost that, well, it doesn't have to be provided for me. I can create it, and and I'll have the support there. That's that's fantastic. I mean, yeah. Sorry. I mean, the the other thing which is um, which is also intriguing, and it's a sort of trend, and we could talk about it. Is you know, we encourage intergenerational connections because um, we do understand that that sense of belonging doesn't always have to be with people the same age as you are, right? So, you know, people with shared interests and the. And the connection between the young and the old has been lost and mm. largely due to, you know, different ways of communicating. So, you know, I've got five children um, of various ages and, and I've watched them, you know, as they grow up, the, the, the way they communicate is different to the way my parents communicate. And obviously social media is a big part of that. And and I don't know, in 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 our view, the, the younger people... Um, have lost without that communication they lose their roots you know and therefore any tree that hasn't got strong roots is a bit wobbly and i think that's made people wobbly and i think for the older people um you know it, it, it has hasn't helped with loneliness um and connection with the with the young you know keeps them young so at, at, at um austin heath which is our village uh just outside warwick between warwick and leamington spa um We've we've had intergenerational gardens with a local school, intergenerational poetry events, all sorts of things, and you know everyone's got so much out of it. It's been it's been wonderful. Those are again very powerful societal initiatives, and sort of related to that. Obviously, you were in Parliament recently. What more do you think people need to do on a broader scale? to tackle social isolation, to tackle loneliness, to tackle that gap that is growing uh, intergenerationally? Um, lots of things. I mean, lots and lots of things. You know, number one, obviously, I would say connect with your local inspired village and inspired friendships and, and come and see us, you know, come and have a cup of tea. That's, you know, people are more than more than welcome to to engage with, with our villages. Um, but I think wider than that, um, one of the themes we focused on recently during Loneliness Awareness Week was a was disconnect and reconnect, and 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 that's you know what it what it says on the tin. So it's about um, turning turning the machines off and connecting, you know, properly with with people face to face. And again, through inspired friendships, we we have a lot of these activities and social events that that are exactly that. You know, in the, I'm just looking at. In the last year, we've had over a hundred inspired friendship events, wow. and five hundred calls to to people outside, you know, the villages combating loneliness. Um, and and that is 
it's been wonderful thing to be part of um and and anybody you know can can do the same thing that kind of leads me on to to what's next when it comes to all of the amazing work that you're doing i you're doing so much not only for your residents, but also outreaching in the local area as well and making changes for those school children that are involved in in all of your events and your projects. So what what's next for you? What are your plans or hopes for Inspired Villages? Well, we're very lucky. I mean, we are we are supported and funded by Legal and General and NatWest Pension Group, um, whose whose desire to have a real social impact is huge. And and that's you know we're we're a, we're a big part of that. We've we've currently got eight villages around the country. Um, where we've got plans for thirty four, which is you know huge in itself. Twelve hundred residents at the moment. That'll move up to you know over five thousand beautiful homes in these uh, villages and over eight thousand probably residents in the next few years. Um, so yeah, we're on we're on a we're on a um, massive expansion plan, not only with our with our beautiful villages, but also communities outside and more friendships throughout throughout the nation. And I, as I said, Elderswell, um, you know, Elderswell is is in the most beautiful place, most beautiful countryside around us. Great community. We're just we're just opening this weekend, launching uh, the Bridges Restaurant. So yeah, this this is open open to the public. Um, in fact, we're going to have John Turow coming down from MasterChef, which I'm really looking forward to. Fantastic. Um, the place the place has got, um, you know, the reason we called it Bridges is because, you know, that that is about connection. Yeah. You know, and, and there's nothing more lonely than going to a restaurant and sitting on your own. Nothing worse. Um, well, there's a lot of things worse, but it, it, it's, it's, you know. I know what you're saying. It's, it's not nice. And um you know we've got bars and cafes and bistro and a shop and you know all the all a swimming pool and a gym you know well-being you, you know you can join join the club at, at, at one of our villages and i think it's it's all of that um which is having this having this great effect and trying to tackle the what i what we call the loneliness pandemic in the in the country yeah that's a very powerful purpose and i wish you every success with that we definitely need more of that how do we find out more about you come and visit bridges restaurant what are your links please yes yes um <clears throat> we'll find us on facebook and instagram you know inspired life uk also our website our website inspiredvillages.co.uk um and what and you'll find a few things on there. You'll find there's an events page. So we've got a dedicated well-being event coming up later in the summer, uh, which people you come and have your biological age measured uh, if you want. It'd be quite fun. That does sound fun, actually. I would like to, to do that. Well, it may be, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. And then and then we give you a list of things you can do to reduce it. So that's and then you come back. Um, you'll find our annual review on the website. Which is which is a you know cracking good read. Um, it's it talks about the thirty four villages we got coming. It talks about holistic well being, the social impact that we're having because you know there's wider things here. The the reducing the pressure on the NHS is is obviously so relevant and adult social care alleviate alleviating. You know our residents in our villages don't go and see the GP so often. If they do have to go to hospital, they don't stay for 10 to 12 days, which is the norm. It's one or two because they come back to a more supported environment. Um, 
it talks about how we empower you know people to to make change for themselves and and also don't get me on the subject of sustainability because we're we're doing the first the first net carbon zero retirement regulated energy retirement village in the in the, in the country just just uh, i mean elderswell is halfway there um the next the next village coming is further down the motorway um place called Caddington just oh, there, I know. yeah you know I can sort of opposite Luton there um that village opens later in the year and that is 100% net carbon zero so wow. big, big big thing yeah as well so yeah really pioneering the way for holistic well-being in general we're talk, you're talking about systemic changes as much as you are personal and uh community-based changes and I think that's absolutely wonderful it would be a pleasure if you would come back on the show again and, and speak more about when Caddington opens and and how that's working and what we can do to to make those changes ourselves more than more than delighted to do that and maybe I am with a with a with an invitation you know to people listening to come and have a cup of tea because you know we're here thank you so much James it's been such a pleasure Okay, thank you. A real pleasure from my side too. Thank you very much. Of course, this gentleman needs no introduction. It's John Tarode of MasterChef fame. He's one, I, I love him. I think he's absolutely fantastic. Thank he's you. here for the opening of Bridges at Inspired Villages in Elderswell. John, please tell me a little bit more about the this concept of bringing the community together within the retirement village. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? I mean, where I come from in Australia, the, the, these sort of situations are all over the country. Mm. And what it really is, is it's a sort of, sort of place to come and live out your best life. Yes. You know, to, to just have a really good time and to enjoy yourself. It's about community. It's about anybody can come. Um, and here at Elderswell, what I've seen so far today is there's a gym space, there's therapists, there's a swimming pool, there's restaurants, there's cafes, there's a shop, even doing farm shop stuff. There's a railway line, just use railway line next door for walks. I mean, it's really cool. It's fun. It's interesting. It's just a great place to come and, and, and to, you know, to, to live. It really is. And how much does food bring people together as oh, well? Listen, listen what, what's really weird about food is that what I think is really strange about food is that with food is that we forget that we have to do it every single day. It's one of the only things we have to do every yeah. single day. We don't have to wash every day. We have to probably have to go to the bathroom. But, but besides that, eating is so important. But eating with friends always feels great. Eating in communities always feels great. Sitting on big tables with your mates feels great. Having a barbecue in the back garden feels great. But actually just sitting around a table, mm. and as we look around here today, there's different people meeting each other. There's some food. Uh, there's sociability. There's conversation. Yeah. Conversation, food, and, and, and that brings conversation together. And that's what community is all about. Mm, absolutely. And if you have one tip for our listeners about food and creating your own food, especially for somebody who really just doesn't know where to start, what would you suggest? Keep it as simple as possible. Don't panic about it. You just keep it as simple as possible. Cook something you know, and every time you cook it, maybe change a little bit and learn something to, to add to it. But don't make it complicated. Make it really, really simple. And the other thing to remember is that nobody knows what you're cooking. That's so true. the thing is, when they turn up and it doesn't quite work out, just make up a story. That's what the chicken was supposed to be like that. You know That's what, exactly what it should be. That's exactly great advice for life. Thank you so much. And that's all we have time for. But if you'd like to find out more, do go to my website, which is www.draudreyt.com and check out my articles, which give you practical tools to live your best life. Or you can go to my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Audrey Tang, Tools to Thrive.